0: When you're losing heart, you're not looking for ordinary, you're looking for extraordinary.
1: Dr. Tony Evans says that's when we realize we need a God who's bigger than we are.
0: And He's able to do beyond what you ask, and He's able to do stuff you haven't thought up yet. This is The Alternative
1: with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. God has unlimited power, we have continuing needs. It literally seems like a match made in heaven. So why aren't more believers seeing their needs met? Dr. Evans explains today as he takes us to Ephesians chapter 3.
0: The Apostle Paul introduces this section with verse 13, and he makes this statement. He says, therefore, I ask you not to lose heart. This concern by Paul leads him to one of the great prayers of the New Testament. Maybe even the greatest prayer, depending on your perspective in the New Testament. Because he says in verse 14, for this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Let me pause there. He says, because of this propensity of losing heart, I drop down to my knees. I pray that verse 16, he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. He says, I'm praying that God gives you some power. Now, the verse everybody wants to get to is verse 20. That's the one we quote. That, that's the one we love. That's the one we, we throw out there when we want to sound spiritual. Now, to him who can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us, yeah, that'll get you a shout. Shout. But listen to what he's saying. He's talking to people losing heart. That verse has to do with you discouraged people here today, with you defeated people here today. That has to do with people who are tired and weary and who see no hope in their circumstance. He's he's talking about power for losing heart, people. Now unto him, he points us upward to God. And the first thing he says is, who's able? He's able. For those of you who've been beat down by life, he's able. Because that's who he's talking to, losing heart folk. The best news I can give you today, or maybe you don't need it today, but you'll need it tomorrow. He's able. So what I did was I began looking up. The places in the Bible that says he's able, because I want to see what the Bible said he's able to do. Because I don't just want to make stuff up. What what does the Scripture says he's able to do? Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego—they're getting ready to get fired. They get ready to be thrown in a fiery furnace. Their circumstances are going to eat them alive. Their circumstances are going to roast them. Their circumstances are going to toast them. Their circumstances are setting them on fire. Nebuchadnezzar comes to them and says, bow or burn. Submit to my authority or lose your jobs, your career, and by the way, your life. And then Nebuchadnezzar had the audacity to raise the question in Daniel chapter 3. He says, and which God is there who can deliver you out of my hand? Now that can be a discouraging situation because this is the final authority. This is the final say-so. This is the person with the bottom line. And he says, now now, you tell me who can overrule me. When I say you're fired, we're talking Fired. It says, and the three Hebrew boys said to him. I love that because it means we've already agreed. That's why you don't want to be by yourself. You want other folk who can hold your hands up. We, King, we have discussed this. We we thought this day could come. So, so we have discussed this. So since you asked the question, which God is there who is able to deliver us? They say in chapter three, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your hand, O oh, king. I know you've got the fire. I know you've got the match. I know you've got the furnace. you got the stuff. We don't have anything except our God. But one thing we know about our God is he's able. I don't know how I don't know how you gonna do this I don't know you know and he has a sovereign right to do it or not do it but I just want you to know he's able so one thing we know God is able to do is he's able to deliver you through the fiery circumstances of life that seek to consume you up in chapter 6 of Daniel they pass a law you can't pray to any other God Except the God of the Medes and the Persians, the king, for 30 days. It says, when Daniel heard the edict was signed, he went home with the windows open, got on his knees, and prayed. Now, most of us would have closed the windows and prayed standing up that day. We, don't, we would have got spiritual. You don't need to kneel. You can pray standing but that wasn't Daniel's pattern Daniel's pattern it says as he always did was to kneel with his eyes toward Jerusalem that was where the temple was he said he he dropped to his knees when he found it out they discovered him praying the law says you can't pray they throw him to the lions to be eaten up anybody ever been thrown to the lions to be devoured by your situation your circumstances or people in your life who only want to eat you alive mean you no good he's in the pit that can make you lose heart when they're hungry lions waiting for you to fall but the next morning the king comes and he comes to the pit and he hollers down in the pit Daniel Daniel Is the God who you talked about at the office? Is the God who you kept saying praise the Lord? Is the God who you kept bragging about? Well, I have a question, Daniel. He says, was he able to deliver you from the mouth of the lie? Daniel said he's able. Because I slept all night and I had line for a pillar. I can testify that he's able See, let's don't get this wrong. God does not always deliver you from. Sometimes he delivers you through and sometimes he delivers you in. But I'm here to tell you, with his power, he's able. In Matthew chapter nine, a blind man comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, I'm blind. Can you help me? For those of you who are sick and the doctors don't have a solution. Jesus asked the man, Do you believe I'm able? I, I know you came to me. You came to church. You, you, you said the name Jesus, but I want to know, Do you believe I'm able? The Bible delivered a man who was physically impaired. So, what I'm here to tell you is doctors have a word, not the last word, because he's able. He's able. He goes on and says that not only that, but you have relatives, friends who don't look like they could ever be saved. They don't look like they'll ever accept Christ, but Hebrews 7.25 says he's able to save to the uttermost from the guttermost. He's able to take folk that you didn't think could be saved and flip them, twist them, tweak them, and turn them because he's able. That's why you can't give up on unsaved loved ones. Because it says he's able to save. You say, but I I need so much. I need so much. I need so much in so many areas. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in everything there might be an abundance. He's not only able to meet you at every place, he's able to meet you at every place and give you leftovers that you might have an abundance. Jude 25 says, and he's able to keep you from falling. He's able to sustain you. I love Daniel 1132 because Daniel 1132 says, and the people who know their God shall be strong and take action. Says the people who know their God will handle the situation, but not passively. They will act they will move, they will take action because they know they're God and therefore they have power because they know he's able. But let's go a little further. It says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all we ask or think. He's not only able, He's able to do far and beyond what you can ask or think. He strings together some superlatives here to blow your mind for those who are losing heart.
1: Dr. Evans will have more on the spiritual power that exceeds the things we ask and think when he returns with more of our message in just a moment. First, though, I want to let you know that what you're hearing today is part of a sermon compilation called You Are Stronger Than You Think, and it contains six of Tony's life-changing messages for believers. It includes lessons on faith, the power in Christ, spiritual authority, and even how God responds to the things we think, say, and do. Details on this powerful collection are waiting for you online at TonyEvans.org. And for just a couple more days now, If you make a donation to the alternative, we'll say thanks by sending you this complete audio collection on CD or digital download, along with an added bonus, a copy of Prayers to Share, 100 Pass-Along Notes to Cultivate Kindness. Take advantage of this special offer at TonyEvans.org, or give one of our resource team members a call any time of the day or night at 1-800-800-3222 they'll be happy to help get this package sent your way again that's one 800 we'll get back to dr evans right after this are you hungry for more of god more of his truth more of his power and more of his wisdom applied in your life then you need to connect with the community of passionate believers who are growing in god's word through the tony evans training center with exclusive video and audio teaching from Dr. Tony Evans, this interactive online study experience allows you to explore theology, biblical history, and real-life application of the kingdom agenda anytime, anywhere. Visit TonyEvansTraining.org to get started today. That's TonyEvansTraining.org.
0: We praise God for His power in safe ways. I want to thank Him because He put food on my table clothes on my back, air for my nostrils and lungs. I want to praise him that my bed wasn't my cooling board. (laughs) Nothing wrong with praising God because he fed you, praising God because he clothed you, praising God because you woke up this morning and there's still air to breathe, but I need you to know that um, I expected to wake up this morning I expected there was going to be oxygen for me to breathe. Actually, I didn't pray about it because that's not what he's talking about. He says, the kind of power I'm talking about are things that exceed what you ask or think. I'm not talking about routine stuff. I'm not talking about stuff you don't have to ask about because you already know where it's coming from. I'm not talking about stuff you can come up with on your own. That's not what I'm talking about because even a sinner can talk that way. But I'm talking about when God comes through in ways you didn't expect. When he comes from left field and you looking right. I'm talking about when he blows your mind. I'm talking about when God does stuff and you didn't say, where did that come from? How did that happen? I sure didn't think about that one. Why does God want you to experience that? Because God knows when you experience that, that's only explainable by God. You can't take credit for that. You can't give your boys or your girls credit for that. That's why he says in verse 21, to him be glory in the church because that's god coming to you in another way in a way that's unpredictable that you can't manufacture now he does the regular stuff he does the routine stuff and yes we ought to give him thanks for the routine stuff but when you're losing heart you're not looking for routine when you're losing heart you're not looking for ordinary when you're losing heart you're looking for extraordinary And to address the losing heart situation with power, he wants you to know God is able and he's able to do beyond what you ask and he's able to do stuff you haven't thought up yet. Beyond what you ask or think. But there's a condition. If there is no power within because Jesus Christ is not at home, so you're not being filled to the full, there is no power without You don't get to see this. When I was growing up in Baltimore, the way I swam on Saturday night was when the fire marshal came and opened up the hydrant. That was the swimming pool. And I'm trying to figure out all this water in this three foot pipe, how can this be? So I asked my father, I said, dad, how can this pipe have all this water? He says, all the fire hydrant is is a delivery piece. He says, there is a underground pipe system that connects the fire hydrant to the reservoir. So when the fire marshal turns that baby on, all the fire hydrant does is deliver because it's connected to a huge source. He says, if there is no connection, there is no water. God is the reservoir and he's able. You're the fire hydrant. He wants to deliver something. But there's got to be a connection underneath that you can't see or when you turn that baby on and pray and worship and praise and shout, but there's no connection underneath the ground. You've heard me tell this before. If you bring a thimble to the Pacific Ocean, you'll get a thimble worth of Pacific and that's all you'll get. Because once you hit the top of that thimble, everything else is wasted water going right back to the Pacific because you can't handle no more. You bring a glass you'll get more than a thimble but you won't get more than a glass because when that thing hits the top of the glass it's over. Whatever else you pour goes right back in the Pacific. You bring a bucket you'll get more than a thimble and more than a glass but what you won't get is more than a bucket. If you bring a barrel you got more than a thimble and more than a glass more than a bucket but when that barrel's full it's over. See a lot of us want a tanker full of blessing when we have a thimble full of relationship. We got a thimble full of relationship, but we're praying down blessings from heaven and we want power and we want to be delivered. And we say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Like it's a magic word. No, no, no. It is tied to the size of the container, which is tied to the freedom to make himself at home. According to the power working in you. If you bring a balloon here and I throw up the balloon that has not yet been blown up, it's going to pop, boom, pop right back down. It's still a balloon, but the balloon isn't being what the balloon is supposed to be because it hasn't gotten filled yet. But when I put my lips on it and start blowing or put some helium in it, now that thing thing will take flight. That thing will bounce high because when it's unfilled, it's still a balloon, But it can't do balloon things because it's an empty balloon. But once I fill it with what it's designed to be filled with air or helium, then that thing can soar to another height because it's the same balloon now filled. He says, I want you to be filled to all the fullness of God. Why? So that you can rise to the level God wants to take you. See, you can still be a Christian but not take flight because you're not filled with anything. He says, I want you to be filled to all the fullness of God. Why? Because I want you to see that he's able. And he's able to do stuff that is outside of your scope. Outside of things you would normally pray for. Outside of things you would normally conceive. You see, when God starts moving like that, your questions about is God real or gone? See, they're gone now. See, the reason why we wonder, you know, is he real and is he really real and is he really, really real is we haven't experienced anything. Bible says when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, it says that many believed on him. Because when he moves and you see that he moved and he did something unnatural, something that you weren't even contemplating, something that was outside of your scope when you were discouraged, distressed and about to throw in the towel and wanted to run and hide. Now you got a testimony. And you can really say it, not just say it because other people say it. You can say to them, You don't know like I know. Because that thing, that thing has become real to you because he has the freedom to express himself at a whole nother level. I have in my home, as many of you have in yours, power strips. Power strips are bought because there are not enough outlets in a certain location to handle all the things you want to plug in. So you get a power strip, which gives you more outlet potential. You plug the power strip into an outlet, and now you have six outlets where you only have the two. In one room in my house, I've got, there's a TV, there's a computer, which I don't use. There's a, a radio, there's a treadmill, there's, a I don't know, five or six things, but the cords aren't long enough and we don't have enough outlets. So I bought a power strip. You know what that power strip allows me to do? That power strip allows me to handle a bunch of stuff at one time. See, it allows me... Because, see, the house has already been wired with the capacity. Uh, See, in the wiring of the house, in the construction, the power was put in... To handle whatever I connect but when I bring the strip I bring the capacity to handle more when God saved you he did the wiring and the power capacity was built into the saving experience because you received the new nature you received the transformed life you received the person of the Holy Spirit you received Jesus Christ in the life and the circuitry has been put in place What God wants to see is what kind of capacity are you bringing? And you always know your capacity because you can always handle more than one thing. You see, you handle a number of things that you're using at the same time because you have increased your capacity.
1: Dr. Tony Evans will return with a final word to wrap up this lesson in just a moment. He's been talking today about how we can not only know, but also experience God's power in our lives. And if that's something you've been living without, you need to know that connecting with God's power starts with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Find out more by visiting TonyEvans.org and following the link at the top of the homepage that says Jesus. There, you'll find everything you need to get your life connected with God and on an upward path of growth and fulfillment. Today's lesson is available on CD or digital download. It's included in Tony's six-part series called You Are Stronger Than You Think. When you make a contribution to help support the ongoing ministry of The Alternative, we'll say thanks by sending you this audio collection along with a special bonus, a copy of Prayers to Share, a unique book that includes 100 kindness cards containing a prayer, select scripture passage, an inspirational quote, and a QR code that leads to an inspiring video message from Dr. Evans himself. Just visit TonyEvans.org to get the details and make your request. But do it right away. This special bundle will only be available for a couple more days. Again, that's TonyEvans.org or by phone at one 800 where one of our friendly resource team members is ready to help any time of the day or night. one 800 If God already knows everything, why would he ever have reason to change his mind? Be sure to join us tomorrow as Dr. Evans looks at when and why the Lord chooses to be flexible. Right now, though, he's back with a closing thought for today.
0: Why should you pursue the knowledge of God? Not so you can pass somebody's test, quote somebody some verses, or know academically information, but so you can see power. So you can experience power. So you can see God blow your mind this time and when he does when he does the question about the reality of god will be answered in your life
1: the alternative with dr tony evans is brought to you by the urban alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you